Did you think we was finished talking? Uh-uh, baby. Join us for this special segment of behind-the-scenes personal thoughts and extended conversations with our guests as we talk beyond the conversation. And the, and, and the good, that's good and bad. Because it's bad that they knew and they didn't do what they should have done in order to bring some resolution to it. But it's also hopeful to me because I'm like, if everybody was fooled, I'm really concerned. So it's hopeful to me that church people did see signs of abuse because that means that we have the next opportunity to do something with the next young lady that we know or the next child that's being abused. We have the opportunity to intervene when we see something and do more than pray. That's right. Amen. You know, because sometimes I didn't told somebody, sometimes prayer is an action. That's right. Right. So we have the opportunity to take action on what's going before us. And when God messes with your spirit and tell you something is not right in a situation, pray for the wisdom of what to do, what you need to do, because something needs to be done. If you suspect if you are in the church and you suspect somebody in your church family is abusing a child, you have a duty to do something about it. You have a duty to do something about it. And so look with your eyes, fill with your spirit and see what God would have you to do. But you got to do something. And just saying, oh, that's just sister. I'm not going to talk to anybody else about how they discipline their kids. Discipline is not your kids showing up to church with scars on their face. Discipline is not a child having to wear a turtleneck every day or a scarf around their neck because they have so many scars on their bodies from being, quote unquote, disciplined. No. That ain't what that is. That's right. something else. That's called abuse. And you've crossed the line with that. And so we have a duty to act on the behalf of those who need to be acted on the behalf of. I think we have a different experience because we're not necessarily colonized as black American people. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but that doesn't mean our minds. See, I'm trying to be nice with Minister Wanda Smith here. <laughs> oh, when you're in Rome, you do what the Romans do. Okay, so we. So I, I'm okay. okay. It ain't gonna right. affect me. I, okay, so this is my thing, and I said this on one of my brother's podcasts when we were talking about our experience in Africa, and we were talking about kids and how has the desegregation of schools impacted our black kids, and what I said then, I'll say now, is that I think one of the reasons. Because I think it was seen like white people didn't want us going to kid, school with their kids. And I think part of that is absolutely true. But I think one of the pushes behind desegregating black schools was that black schools were taught by black people. And they was giving us black thought. They was giving us black history. They was giving us black high expectations. And I believe that they're the powers that be said that has to stop. And ever since we've been in desegregated schools, we've been fucked in the mind. And been taught a whole fictitious history. And if they talk about it, they want to say we were just slaves. That's all we get to know. And I think it has created a mindset for us that doesn't work for us. 
Yeah, I mean, and to further that, not only did it obviously desegregate schools, but it moved the leaders into finding other jobs. I mean, that kind of was the the beginning of like the assimilation that we we have with white culture, but of the like stereotype of black people not working or like whatever, right? Because we didn't have any jobs. There were no jobs right. for us after, especially black after, teachers weren't been, hired by white schools. Exactly. So to there teach was a their mass, kids, there was a mass drop in employment for black people, mm-hmm. and then they had to find it elsewhere. And it was anything that they could get. <laughs> right. Especially your point, like they weren't hired by white, predominantly white schools. Not to teach to clean their schools, they right. were. That's what I'm saying. What they are your were, thoughts? I'm they sorry, were put, no, they were pushed to. An, a more inferior level right. than being seen as leaders because they had to do whatever they had to do. Absolutely. And one thing my brother told me about some studies he had done is that a lot of the black teachers, particularly down south, that were teaching in the public schools had master's degree because mm-hmm. they weren't allowed to teach at the college level. So then you had teachers, some of the teachers that were just well-educated that were teaching to our school. Do you have any thoughts about that? It's kind of off subject, but on subject. No, no, yeah. Well, we know the white supremacy of it all, right? We know that everything, the policies, procedures, everything were written by white people, Mm -hmm. the system in itself. And so I just think it's going to take some reprogramming Mm -hmm. of the African-American community to know because we've been taught to believe that this is true and it's not, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Yeah, it's going to be very imperative to have black teachers, black professors, black everything implemented in our schools. And, you know, one thing that is coming out to me, my brother's been doing this history class for the last three some years. And what's coming clear to me, which I did not know, I'll I'll be honest in admitting that, is that white people really didn't know. That white people have also been fooled by the tomfoolery of the history that they're given. That Mm -hmm. these white people are coming in the hundreds of learning things, the truth about history, and their mouths are just hanging open. Oh my God, I never knew that. I was never taught that. We don't talk about this at home. We weren't taught it in school. And so that white people, your minds have been fucked too. You know what I'm saying? By this need to create a reality yeah. that ain't. Yeah, like propaganda. Yeah, right. I, I've, had, yeah. I've right. had friends who, and I, I say friends loosely, but <laughs> I've gone to school with at the UW with people who grew up in all white cities mm-hmm. who didn't have a big, how we haven't, like, well, in my public school, we had a huge Black History Month. Like, this, I mean, it was the same people every year, but you still learn the generics of black history. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to think, did we have anything? I think maybe when I was in school, when we was in school, was it just Black History Week? Probably yeah. when we were in school. We just, yeah. we just had that well, little week. Maybe that day. <laughs> we, had, <laughs> we had Black History <laughs> Afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> at, um, at, at places like, for example, like Lodi or Middleton, they didn't have sure. any curriculum for it. Right. Even now, right. they don't have any curriculum for it. So... I have friends who are like, I don't even know who, you know, like some of these people are. Like right. Frederick Douglass. Like, how do you not, you know, for me, I'm like, what? That's ignorant. But you, they just, you're right. They just don't know. Because they don't. They're not, they're not told these things. Because there were some things I learned, like my first year in college when I was taking some black history classes. I was like, really? Wow. There was a lot of things that I had never been taught. They were sure to teach me that we had been slaves. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the only thing they taught us. Exactly. Keep that mentality. That, right? Exactly. And about Martin Luther King. And he was peaceful. 
peaceful protest, mm-hmm. peaceful protest. And honor Martin Luther King and so much of what he stood for. But I think white people often use him as a dangle to say, don't be mad. Don't be angry. Look at Martin Luther King. He was, Martin Luther King was angry. He sure was. He sure was. He sure was angry. He was angry about stuff. You know what I'm saying? And so I just feel like so much of this flows into so much of this. But, well, people have profited off of his death. Okay. It's okay. It's unimaginable. Yes, all the different yes. um, pictures and pins and posters. Yes. And, you know his family's not getting that money. Come on. If they were, they wouldn't be fighting over that little bit of money they was fighting over. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, shame. I didn't even celebrate yesterday. I celebrated in my own self. Yeah. And his remember his quotes that I carry every day. Yeah. Not just on January the 20th right. or whatever. Right, right. And I think that's great that he has a day. I think it's great that we had a black president. But you know what? I'm still climbing to that mountaintop. We ain't there yet. I know. When I when we living in one of the worst states for racial disparities. Right. Uh, mass incarceration. Yeah. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah. Fighting for the simple things. So. Girl.